I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast 386. Terry Miller, the disc golf guy, back in Wisconsin, next to Johnny V. You called it, when you got on the plane, you made a message calling it the Great White North. <laughs> yep. And all I kept thinking is, the only thing white up here is me. Because <laughs> we've got no snow. Uh, my family is actually starting to get a little frustrated that we've had really one dusting. And I'm not one to complain about no snow, because I'm the guy that's got a shovel and snow blow. But I will say, being mid-January and not having a chance really for the kids to get out to a sledding hill, a little disappointing. So well, far. to be fair, I think you're a little bit in the maybe just in the wrong suburb. Some of the Milwaukee area has snow. You're a just, little bit. You're not just like now decent... incredibly close to the lake, so I think some of your uh, it's a little... <laughs> some of your precipitation's a little different. It is, but it's not like we've had a ton of snow. Like there's true. not like Dretzka has maybe like an inch or two on the ground. It's we we don't see a great. Uh, it's, it hasn't been great sledding weather at no, all. So it hasn't. Well, give uh, me one good six inch snowfall, and then I'm done. <sighs> I'll leave that alone. So we are here tonight, and of course, I just got, as Johnny mentioned, just got back from Arizona. Big shout out. I, I know I give plenty of accolades time and time again. I was thinking today just how much I enjoy the Arizona disc golf scene and so many of the people that are there. I know every single state, every county and municipality and even course sometimes has their own uh, politics and infighting and clubs and all that other stuff. All That's going to take place everywhere. But just overall, every time I've stepped foot into Arizona, I'm, I'm treated so well by so many people. And so I thank you guys so much for having me. In fact, I'm going to go back in two weeks. Just to, uh, has do, nothing to do with the weather, nothing to do with leaving Wisconsin. Do you forget your wallet there? Do you need to <laughs> no, run back no, to Duke? I'm heading back and... <laughs> for Maricopa uh, and super excited to do so. I've been there for the last few years, like the Shelly Sharp, so I'm excited to go back. I was actually thinking, and your plan is still to go to Thailand, right? It is not. Okay, I wasn't As sure. As of a few days ago, I okay. think. I wasn't sure with with. with COVID and travel and everything, because I know at one point you were planning on being gone for almost like six straight weeks. Yeah, and but. now I 
Yeah, and that included Disc Golf Con, which yeah, recently, which, of course, got uh, yep. postponed till next year. And then also just with Thailand and everything else going on, it it I'm getting updates from some of the the successes of getting there and uh, playing and participating in it. But it sounded like uh, there there's always a chance I could get stuck there, and which I know you could have bigger problems. But uh, I've got to come back work with the Disc Golf Pro Tour, Disc Golf Network with uh, the. All-star, all-star event taking place in Tucson. So, so many things going on, and I just, I, I didn't want to risk uh, something major going down. So, I love me some Samui, and I promise, I promise I will get back there. And someone who even talked about it, saying that she's going to try and get there some year. She's been hearing good things, uh, even though she enjoys the Arizona weather. This weekend's champion coming to us now, wearing multiple hats as usual, Jennifer Allen. Hey, Jen. Hello, everybody. Hi. How you doing? Good. Ready for bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I know you are a working woman that it, puts in plenty of hours. Eight o'clock or seven o'clock there right now? It's early. It's eight o'clock. Okay. Eight o'clock. All right. I know it can change depending on the time of year. So. Not for them, I guess. Or, no? no, you guys stay yeah, the same stay, no matter what. We, yeah, we stay the same. Okay. You're always, okay. Just yeah. always an hour. You crazy mountain people. Yeah, I I was gonna say I I always confuse like what we're in like I guess it's mountain time or mm-hmm. just Arizona time I don't I, know I don't know but if you, you don't know special. I don't feel bad so <laughs> yeah. yeah you live there <laughs> I know there's half the year that I get calls like really early in the morning from everyone in Oklahoma I'm like oh, shut up no <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens you're so popular. Yeah. So, Jen, first and foremost, let's uh, we start with the accolades. Congratulations, you uh, this this weekend, just a couple of days ago, about forty eight hours ago, you're crowned champion over there at the Shelly Sharp, and uh, you played some pretty solid golf throughout the weekend, and you you started off hot, and it felt like you just kind of kept rolling with it. Uh, kinda. I started off pro- the first round was definitely my best round. Um, I was putting confident. I hit a couple circle two putts. Um, was throwing some great drives, made a maybe didn't capitalize on everything I could have. Um, I I actually had a couple more OBs, I think maybe the first round I threw hole three. Um, I've been going long. And so I was like, okay, higher and wider. And I like almost went on top of the apartments. And so like, I had a couple of stupid (laughs) OBs the first round that I corrected. Um, but it was, it was definitely a solid round, uh, round two, I don't, the guys wasn't bad, but it was windy for us. Yep. And so, you know how it is like 60% of those baskets are elevated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so elevated 20 mile per hour winds. That's like so shifty in Arizona. Um, so I started kind of just playing safe and being more nervous and it kind of carried over a little bit into um, Sunday. So I wasn't putting quite as strong. Um, my drives were just amazing. Um, so I was pretty stoked about that, but it just showed me, I still have a lot of work to do. Um, I've been trying to put in a lot more work, but I, I, I have a lot more to do. Well, yeah. I mean, you, even you said that the final round, you're still a little nervous. You still beat the field by four strokes, just that round. So yeah, I, I know. And I don't really look at the scores. Um, I've never been one of those people. I I keep 
an actual scorecard. I don't like keeping um, on the PDJ or anything. Uh, I keep a paper card because I write it down and I know it's right. And then I, I don't think about it. I don't know about it. And I just have always focused on mistakes. And so um, I know Callie and I were pretty close at the beginning. We were kind of battling. She was playing super smart and good. Um, Owen was very uncharacteristic um, with her putting. I don't know if I've ever seen Owen miss so many putts. And <laughs> And she didn't care, you know, Owen's so amazing. Like she knows, like she knows how good she is. Mm -hmm. And so she was just like, whatever, you know, it is what it is. And I, maybe because she was so far behind, if it would have been a little closer, you know, she might've been um, pushing those putts and hitting everything like she always does. Um, but yeah, I just was counting still a lot of mistakes. And that's something that I've really been focusing on is, is limiting all my mistakes. I want to get out there this year and compete at the top every weekend. And to do that, the talent's so good. You, you can't make mistakes. And I, and I, I still left a lot out there. So, uh, and sp speaking of competing, uh, a couple of card card mates and teammates, Ian Own, as you yeah. just mentioned, had a kind of an off weekend. We're also seeing more and more of Callie McMorrin, who's out there and fully on tour, but yet, you know, essentially running a retail travel store and everything else. Yes, yeah, she is. Uh, what, what was it like having uh, another one of your teammates out there? And, um, you know, I feel like you guys kind of go back a little while, don't you? Yeah, we do. But with me not really playing much next or last year, I haven't seen Callie. It feels like in forever. Um, I saw her briefly at Tennessee uh, for Masters Worlds. Um, she kind of popped in there. So I've seen her a little bit here. I saw her actually at Tim Zielinski briefly as well, but she was caddying for her dad. So we didn't really mm -hmm. get to hang out or play together. But yeah, it's been a long time. So it was great to see her. Um, I hadn't seen Sandra in a while. Owen, I've been playing with quite a bit, but it's always awesome to play with Owen. She's probably one of my favorite players to ever play against. So, um, so we, yeah, we had a lot in of a strong this weekend. And did, did I see this is the first time you've beat Owen in Arizona or maybe on these no I, I, oh, I was going to say know. that's news to me. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought I, I, I swear I read Mando's doing work somewhere. I saw, I saw something that said out of you you were like, Oh, for five against Owen in Arizona. And now you've, so to speak, beat her. So clearly that wasn't any thought. There's no monkey on your back. But no. I, I know you well enough to know that you don't think about those things. But no. uh, I believe I read that somewhere that you uh, oh. that you finally bested own in Arizona or okay. something along those lines. Yeah, well, so you can, no, you can rub I, it in later. <laughs> I definitely would have beat her a couple years ago at Memorial because I got mm. second at Memorial. Oh, okay. Years ago. So maybe it was just the so, Shelly Sharp or something wrong. like. <laughs> I just, uh, I just repeat Johnny, what where I read are you getting online. your information from? <laughs> that, that's what we need to know. It's definitely not Statmando. They're they're way better than that. Uh, uh, overall, the weekend was gorgeous. I know you guys are you're quite now accustomed to the kind of the weather and the typical conditions out there in uh, in Arizona. But uh, gorgeous weekend, great weather, and uh, it seemed like everything went pretty smooth for everybody. Yeah, you say gorgeous. It could have been warmer. It oh, was a geez. little. <laughs> oh, stop! Stop! It, that was kind of the coolest, windiest weekend we've had in a while. Okay, so this sixty nine or seventy degrees <laughs> uh, again, coming from Wisconsin, um... the Oklahoma clearly has left her because I know it <laughs> yes. gets colder yeah. there. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. I was talking to Michaela. She said it's going to be like twelve degrees on Friday. I'm like, so you're coming back? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what, what is your, and again, I know you're busy, but what is your work life balance look like right now? Kind of what's your plan heading into 2022 in terms of actual golf? 
So I officially went part-time or we, we call PRN um, mm-hmm. in October, <laughs> although I have not changed anything and I still have seen as many patients as I always have, which is getting a little frustrating, but I'm trying to be patient and accept it. Um, last week, they actually told me, hey, can you give some patience to other people because you have way more? And um, so I did. I gave up four patients, which is very hard for me. And then this week, uh, I had to take all of them back because the therapist I gave them to went out for emergency gallbladder surgery. Mm. And so it's like every week I feel like, okay, I'm going to have like two, three days off to like get a bunch of stuff done that I need to get done or just practice or whatever and or work out. Um and it's just something every week. We've had multiple therapists out with COVID. And so just everyone, there's been someone gone every week for work. So I've still been working just as much, but that's going to end soon. Um, they, they know I'm part-time. <laughs> I was just going to say, that's got, I can understand the frustration. I'm thinking, hey, I'm working 40, 45, 50 hours a week, uh, you know, whatever you were doing quite a bit. And then to still be carrying essentially, a, you know, the same workload even when you're supposed to yeah. be kind of reclassified. Uh, yeah. It's all, that, it's is that good, all of healthcare right now though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for it's, sure. it's, it's understaffed it's everywhere. In, it's insane. I, I still, every day, I don't know how the nurses do it in the hospital. I mean, mm. we don't have to do deal with it quite as much. I don't think, um, but it's just, everything's busy in healthcare and everyone's short staff. Um, the fact that nurses still go to work every day, like blows my mind. <laughs> Um, I think I saw our numbers tonight on the news. We had 23,000 cases today. So COVID is still out there. Whether people are very sick or not, our numbers are insane. So, Wow. Well, yeah. uh, hopefully uh, you uh, find the best both physical and mental uh, balance that you can out mm-hmm. there because it's just been uh, incredible for all the healthcare workers, as you said. Now, one of the things that you've done, which... You told me about a few months ago, and I was turned into a a, a full blown operation. You're wearing a brand new hat and taking on a whole new role with the PDGA, and it's in the world of media. So break it Just down. What's to been steal going our on? Job. Yeah, I know. Just take my job already. <laughs> Definitely never taking a job. And like I told you, it's kind of, it's weird because when Terry would always approach me, you know, I'd always be like, oh my God, Terry, I, I hate talking. But here I am. First you would blush <laughs> and then you'd be like, oh. I would still do that. Um, yeah. So they just approached me um, towards the end of the year and I'm just kind of subcontracting with them. I don't work for the PDGA, but they asked me to co-host a, a fellow Okie, Grant Zellner. Um, who I've known for quite a while, and he's great. He has so much background in marketing and radio and everything. So he does a really good job. He does all the work. I just come on and like say a few things, and then I go back to work. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, that's a, a great distinction that you, unlike Grant, actually, I believe, right. are not a PDGA employee. Correct. Uh, Grant is. He he was uh, yes. uh, brought onto the team last year, I believe, and what was kind of the how was it pitched because we've seen a couple iterations of PDGA radio and what that really means and and just overall the podcast format and who's been involved we've had a couple different teams and even solo Brian Sullivan way back in the day how was how was the format pitched to you and and didn't did you have influence on it not really i just said sure <laughs> dang agreeable okay i know, I know. um no it just was they just said that they were going to bring it back and Grant's background is 
100% the, the man for the job. So he's just okay. taking it over and we want to keep, um, just like the straight facts and hoping that I'll be at a lot of the events and he, he might be there as well for the PDGA. So we may do some live stuff uh, at the big events, but, um, mostly just little talk once a week and just kind of on what's going on in the PDGA or, or with the golf tournaments once they start up. Um, and just having guests on that, um, possibly other shows don't have, you know, mm. just, bringing in different people and talking to them about disc golf. Now, it's got to be a really fine line, and we talk about it here. Believe it or not, there's almost planning within Smashbox of Johnny and I, uh, <laughs> kind of. But there's a fine line of what the PDGA's radio or podcast should dip their, not necessarily should, but could dip their toes into. Because like us, uh, we're pretty lighthearted, but you know, we'll talk to anybody and everybody on a whole bunch of different things. This I mean, is, this is Terry. Terry <laughs> likes to stir the pot. <laughs> no, um, sometimes we stir the pot, but that's that, that's not what we set out to do. Sometimes it just inherently happens. But, you know, some days we're talking to people about the most obscure things that have nothing to do with disc golf. Right. Uh, we, we, how do you guys, where's that Ours balance? How are you more... guys... Yeah, how are you guys going to like, you know, I mean, I even think about specific players. So they're not going to talk to Natalie Ryan about parkour? Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> or being, a, or being yeah. a, a, a locksmith? I don't understand. Yeah, exactly. Like, so we, we're... Um, he has, he kind of keeps it scripted for us. So oh, it, it's okay. very, it's very planned. I wouldn't say very planned, but it, there's, it's planned and organized. And, um, you know, like we had Drew on, Drew was... Uh, always not always but usually crashes here when he's in town mm -hmm. for tournaments so we brought him on he wanted to not really talk about golf with him and he's i mean had such an incredible year but more something different like he's starting to design discs so mm -hmm. we just kind of chatted with him about that this morning or yesterday morning and um that's kind of it we go over the news like a few news topics that maybe like the pdga approved of this or didn't or whatnot um and that's it. It's pretty short and sweet. Not okay. too gossipy at well, all. But that's, the, I, again, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go back to that same question, though. It's just a fine line because mm -hmm. the PDGA is our governing body. And clearly, I mean, if we play favorites, which we do sometimes, if we play favorites, yeah. people can accuse us of that. And th right. that's on us. But if the PDGA right, plays favorites or appears to be, which is going to be quite subjective anyway, but if they right. appear to be, somebody could feel displaced or or disenfranchised or frustrated or whatever so it's it's interesting and you guys also had kona i think recently right mm -hmm. yeah and so yeah, absolutely i i i guess i i'm just gonna say it i don't envy trying to like stay in a really tight lane <laughs> because i think there's a lot of um yeah there's always going to be people that probably complain or whatever but we're definitely going to be more like news you know okay. like versus talk show mm -hmm. that's okay. how i look at it yeah so we're gonna try to that's be very a... fair not get into any bad crazy stuff that will rumor or whatever mm -hmm. we're not gonna do any rumors it'll be facts and facts only okay well yeah i i of course we wish you the best and i feel like i've said this before and as as has johnny Right now in disc golf, there are so many different ways you could take a talk show or a podcast or a, mm -hmm. whether it's a solo or a roundtable or whatever. There's so many different formats and then so many different um, opinions and ways to satiate viewers with different 
just avenues and like you said if you want to keep it pretty much to the facts and then you know do some reporting in that way do you guys have like a rough like time frame that you that you try to that you're going to be trying to hit a time table 45 ish minutes okay Hmm. imagine we're gonna leave all of the good you know details to you you can we're not taking your job at all I'm not, we're not. <laughs> you're gonna be the late night like jimmy fallon and i'm gonna be like not even oprah i'm gonna be like the news like good morning america we're gonna be good morning america okay 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 but then you're gonna have friends on and talk about uh specifics just, okay okay people that I mean, like we clearly brought on Kona just because she was, I mean, that what a huge announcement, but we didn't just want to talk about that. Sure. Drew's disc was just about to drop. It actually dropped this morning mm-hmm. or was approved, not dropped, approved mm-hmm. by the PDGA this morning. So we're going to try to get people that something just happened or happening with them or whatever. Um, and then other, you know, manufacturers or school teachers or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, doctors, whatever. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Of course, I love it. Um, It's there's there's enough, as I was saying on the board, there's enough podcasts out right now to talk about the tour and the pros. And we no offense to the PG. We don't need another one from them. The the fact that what you (laughs) and what you guys are doing, obviously, you have to talk about, you know, big events and and a little bit Mm -hmm. of results, but you don't need to follow everything. Yeah. And to, to have another point of view on other subjects is awesome and like i said i'm a subscriber everybody go out and subscribe to pg pdga radio um because it's it's well worth it uh and todd lyon is out on the board saying that uh that smashbox is still the official podcast of the pdga that's weird (laughs) all right whatever you say todd we'll take it it's his favorite (laughs) (laughs) uh are are, you're newer to it you're three four episodes in three yeah Are you at all nervous or worried? I guess you guys have the luxury of of editing. Uh, are, I was going to yeah. say, are you at all nervous or worried about saying anything you shouldn't? But you can always add it. No, ah, that's no fun. Everything that's no fun. Then <laughs> all right, that it's question perfect. doesn't even count. Yeah, no. have you said anything? I'm sure it's a first take. I'm, I'm sure he's had to, not had to edit a single thing that's been all first takes for you. You're, you're a pro. <laughs> We really have done pretty well. Like, and that was, um, with the, uh, I've done the commentating just a couple of times and it's the same thing. I, I'd never done commentating before. And so when we did it for a masters uh, or the Tim Zielinski, I was like, okay, so what do I need to do? He's like, just watch golf. It's fine. Just talk. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> um, but it's one take wonders. I mean, whatever. That's uh, what it is. Uh, okay. Well then maybe that answers my question. Have you said anything that needed to be edited? Not yet. <laughs> Not it'll, yet. Ha- it'll happen. <laughs> That's the right answer. Because uh, now, uh, again, for somebody who may not know, how how long have you been involved in the sport? Twenty uh, two ish years. Long time. Old. Long time. Easy. Your season. Easy. easy. Yeah. We're, we're we're right here. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're listening. Go it on twenty three years. I, well, I mean, I started. Well, I took a few years off, but I started in ninety nine, and okay. it was really funny. Somebody posted a a picture of ninety nine Amarolds when we were all standing by the basket. Half of us had like sports bras on, jean shorts, like 
it was so funny and it took someone like forever to find like to guess which one i was it was it was pretty comical Mm, even you, my son my son couldn't even guess which one i was so that was cute was it a picture of everybody because you could probably see johnny v his head was probably three feet above everyone else we were there <laughs> not, we not, were there as it well was, <laughs> it was just the girls oh, okay we were okay. at waterworks i think we were at waterworks when they took the picture so. zoom in a little johnny was probably I might, I in the woods there. yeah he was in there. the you woods never, creeping you never know. that was 99 those were different I, days for us yeah i like to watch good golf <laughs> yeah. so that's all i can say you and, know and i know where it is and the outfits were definitely different then oh they were yeah, yeah we have it's some a, pictures with scott stokely and bucket bucket mm-hmm. hats by ryan Hornicle yeah, a, lot, and, a lot of square baggy clothing like yeah. just i saw or pictures oh, yeah oh, i guess it depends on yeah the side of the because i saw a picture someone had posted the other day from uh 99 2000 ish and every guy was wearing like Baggy jeans, baggy uh, polo. They just looked square. Every one of them didn't matter what size they were. So <sighs> those were the days. Bring back I the definitely 90s. played a round or two in jeans. <laughs> yeah, we, I, I think we all have. We all yeah. have. <laughs> uh, so uh, this year, with you being uh, part time or trying to be part time at work, how do you divide up what you'll play, what you won't, uh, what's a priority to you, and then? The second part of that is how crazy is it with registration and tournaments and and women and just anyone getting into tournaments these days? How do how are you balancing all of that? So it's still difficult for me to go all the way to the East Coast because I even if I'm not working, I do still have two kids in school here. Mm-hmm. So I won't be on the road full time. I'll be flying to a lot of those places. Um, we have a few. I actually have like back to back majors a couple of times. So tournaments like that that I will be gone for a couple of weeks. I will probably beg my daughter and pay her to come stay with the boys. Um, but I'm trying to do all of the disc golf pro tour. I did get in the exemption and got that tour card last second. And I'm very thankful that I did. Um, but yeah, I'm really kind of still hesitant to even put out a schedule because you don't know what tournament you're going to get in. Like I know what I want in, Mm -hmm. but it is a little scary. And I had mentioned that I think our very first, um, show on, on the PDGA was that, you know, I kept seeing on my feed, all these women like, I'm going to go on tour. I'm going to go on tour, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, how are we all going to do it? You know? And so I was thinking about it prior to when it really happened. And then then that just kind of all came out with the women, you know, saying that they can't get in. We had five spots after everyone was signed up with a tour card for DDO. You know, there was five spots that people Mm -hmm. could get in and and then, you know, went to a wait list. So that's going to be scary. There's a lot of women who want to get out there and risk it and tour and, you know, hopefully we'll get in. And if not, I mean, I'm sure we'll fill up all the A tiers. So we're still going to grow the sport no matter what. I think there'll be a year or two of adapting and growing. We obviously can't fill a full tournament yet. So we're in that in between, you know, for probably a year or two. So. Yeah, what an interesting, you know, problem that we're having mm-hmm. now because of this growth. And for so many years, and I know others have said it, you know, we're begging and pleading and doing everything we can to get more women into the sport. And we're, there's still a large discrepancy. I'm not, you know, fooling anybody here of men okay. to women, but now we're seeing more and more women take that initiative, take that step, and and take the plunge is maybe the best word. And now we're it's like we're so jam packed. 
And yeah, and I think that's going to be an ongoing question. And I'd love for you to chime in. How how do we balance, you know, our, our, our women's events and and divisions? Do they need to be separate? Do they need to be if they continue to grow? You know, or, or should there be 50-50 at a tournament in terms of 50% men, 50% women? How do, how do we balance this? Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, well, it looks like I, I feel like we could fill like 60 FPO at most events. So hopefully they will at least kind of give us that opportunity to at least hit 60. And then if those don't feel closer, you know, to the tournament, there's always a wait list in MPO. Mm-hmm. So give them to the guys, I guess, you know, towards the end, but give us the opportunity to fill those spots um, because there's a lot of women out there who want to play right now. So I hope that the TDs will, will give us the opportunity to sign up um, maybe equal to the men or whatever, or maybe let us open up spots early and let us sign up a little bit earlier. Um, I, I want to be treated equal. I don't want to be treated better than the men, mm-hmm. but um, I hope that all the women have a, a fair opportunity to play these events. Like most of the top men do. Um, and then that may take, you know, every tournament that we play having a, multiple courses, you know, mm-hmm. that we can rotate through or whatnot. So um, I, I hope that we get to stay at all the same events though. I don't want us splitting off. So I don't think we're going to see a, a split for years and years to come i don't think we're growing quite that fast and i think just like you there would be a lot of uh women's players i don't i don't want to just say fpo because it'd be multiple divisions probably that would fight back a little bit against that unless you could guarantee like same payouts and all these other things because i think if you end up splitting off uh the women's fields early on they will it will probably get overlooked. I mean, we already know tends to be less spectators than the men's yeah. field. And we want to make sure that as we lift, we're lifting everybody at the same time. Um, I, I've always said that I would love to see double the number of women's spots that you think you need. Give the women a, a couple extra days to sign up on that first wave. And yeah. they, they just you just have to know that if you're a woman interested in playing, you need to sign up right away. Because with these big events, we can't wait weeks and weeks for them mm-hmm. to fill up. It has to be, all right, this is your time. You know, <laughs> it's almost like the Goonies. This is your time. This is my place. Um, you need to sign up and then at that point, lock the divisions and say, awesome. You have, you've, everyone right. has it. Here are the one spots we have left for men because we know we can only fit so many people on a course in a particular mm-hmm. day. And that number is usually about a hundred. I, I want to say it's a, depending on the course, of course, mm-hmm. course, of course, of course, um, anywhere from <laughs> 160 to 180 usually is what we're, we're seeing. And that's a lot. Yeah, and it, yeah, again, it's a lot. It, 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 in peak it, sunshine and everything exactly. else, exactly. <laughs> at the, at the, yeah, it's in the middle of summer, and yeah. you know, and it, that's not Northwood where these rounds take five hours. These are courses that yeah. can only you know, max out at four hours. So, because it's only fair, honestly, that uh, that that the women have a chance to fill a divi- fill a division just like the men do. Correct. Um, and I think what's sad too is we're going to see definitely the big division between um, like major events, disc golf pro tours, you know, the big spotlight events. And then that's going to be all of our touring pros, you know, which is what we want. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of inspiring pros or, or pros that are just ready to kind of get to that next level that will not be allowed at any of these events. And so I think that'll take some adjusting, you know, and, and I hope they get out there and just dominate every other, you know, A tier, B tier out there. Um, but 
I definitely had a few women already kind of reach out and say like, gosh, you know, how, how will I ever get into any of these tournaments? You know, I'm 900 rated, you know, so by the time it gets to them to sign up and ratings, they're, they're gone. I mean, they were gone for the 940s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. We're, we're getting to the point where you, you, you have to be a pro to play with the pros. And we, yeah. we're, we're, yeah. We're, yeah. we're no longer for these big events. We're no longer to the point where it's mm-hmm. like, cool, if I sign up, maybe I get to play with, you know, Jen Allen or I get to play with Paige Pierce. Sorry, that's not happening anymore. I know, and I know. What, and it's what we can hope is that the pros can in their off weeks hit some of the B tiers, the A tiers, and that's mm-hmm. the place where you get the chance to to maybe get on the same card as one of them or, you know, I mean cuz the pro tour is still pretty open as far as meeting the pros. You can shake hands and chat mm-hmm. and this and that and a lot of the FPO and MPO are very friendly towards spectators, but man, we're just we got big so- fast. <laughs> So is that fair for some of the top players to go play some of those smaller events? You know, or should we leave yeah. those to the players who can't get into the the big events? That's a great question. I don't I don't have a good answer. We saw um some of the yeah, we've seen some of the the pros schedules and they're hitting some of the silver series. Ricky mm-hmm. I know is hitting a few of them particularly cuz he hits everything. But <laughs> is is that is that fair? To yes. go, to go, it, it is, it is it's an MPO tournament with an MPO division offered. Uh, uh, just like it's an FPO tournament. I, yes. I feel it's perfectly fair. I think to so too. There- but should we, should we do kind of the opposite of what we do at, at the pro tour events and make a ratings cap? Say, Hey, guess what? You have to be 940 or below or 930 and below no. to sign up first. And then we let the top pros in. It's just a thought. I, I don't think there's a right I, answer yeah. here yet. I think eventually some of the lower tier events could maybe be like that um, to save those. I mean, <clears throat> you're not going to call them AM events, but um, the Silver Series is still Disc Golf Pro Tour. Yes. So, I mean, that's still part of the tour and that's kind of just filling in gaps between weekends. So those are still going to be, I feel like, kind of elite. Some of our favorite. There's so many great tournaments. We can't play them all, but Beaver State, Goat Hill, you know, some of those tournaments, we're... I, I will always play Goat Hill if it's open. Like, <laughs> so I mean, it's those like you are have an advantage there. Yeah, from one of the furthest throwing women, yeah. in, uh, the furthest throwing woman in our game. Okay, I mean, <laughs> own own beat me there the last time I played. So it's it's a fair it's a fair course. You got to get your upshots underneath the basket. Everyone has to throw an upshot there. Everyone does. Yeah. So just some upshots are shorter than others for some people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I don't think we're I don't think we're going to be restricting. Uh, Pro Tour events, even Silver Series, anytime soon right. for the top rows. But yeah. I don't know. I could see something like that happen for B tiers and C tiers. I could. I could, too. Yeah. I mean, if if it really gets to that next level, and it, it needs to be. Like, we want just like the PGA Tour. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just go sign up to play on the PGA Tour. You know, there's yeah. how many amazing golfers can't <laughs> even qualify to play for, you know, those events. So we're going to get there. It's, it's just going to be awkward for a few years. It's going to be amazing to watch when we do. Let, let's just say we have an even split of men and women. Seven, we'll say 72 and 72 on each side. Because my my my, <laughs> my dream divisions are 72 and end it. Um, it makes rounds much. <laughs> it makes rounds much quicker. Uh, but seeing some of the MPO that we know and love not be yeah. able to get in. Like, sorry, you, you're 78. You're 83. You're you're your 1015 isn't good enough. <laughs> yeah, or you're 1020. Honestly, look at the numbers. Yeah. Your 1020 may not get into some of these events if you were to cut it at the top 72. 
it's yeah, it's a it's, it's going to be amazing and it's going to be exciting and there's going to be some but hurt that's feelings. That's going to put us on ESPN, you <laughs> it know. Is. That, yep. So it's it's growing pains and I think we'll all get there and everyone wants to see the sport grow and it's just we're going to have to accept change. I, I in in that vein, people talk about wanting more professionalism. They want to see the best of the best. Um, not just, I mean, there's been a criticism of our sport that literally somebody could sign up for the PDGA mm-hmm. tomorrow and then be on a first round card with Ricky Wysocki next weekend at, yep. at the right event that could happen in theory. And we're getting away from all of that. Everything is mm-hmm. getting stepped up and is getting more professional and yeah, like you said, there's some growing pains, but it's also a, a, just a dose of reality. Like, yeah. we're no longer, you know, it's not just feels and vibes. And even if it is remain family family oriented and feels and vibes, there's just too much family. So we don't yeah. all fit on the same course at the same weekend. And there's a lot of people, like you said, that have hurt feelings and or, um, you know, frustrations. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, the numbers are the numbers right now, and you're just going to have to work mm-hmm. your way into earning more of those positions. I mean, yeah, right. and more earnings got to well, happen. Maybe go into, you know, a second level tour, you know, sure. like we have the elite of the elite and here's another amazing mm-hmm. tour that you're going to win thousands of dollars playing too, and great athletes. Um, and, you know, it'll you'll move up if you win at that level. And and that kind of segues right into a maybe a frustration pinch point rant I as recently as last week had. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the people that are under that are frustrated are also some of our age protected divisions mm-hmm. of which you, me, Johnny all qualify mm-hmm. for. So there's our disclaimer. Yep. We qualify for those, but a lot of people also feel as if the spotlight isn't then bright enough on some of these uh, age protected divisions. Um, do you, do you a do you feel that's the case? But then b is that also part of where we're going with this? That there's our our top tier divisions, and then there's kind of everyone else, regardless of age. Like how how do you do you feel personally? Uh, I don't want to say offended. Do you feel? Um, uh, oppressed by this do you feel like this is the case for you that age protected isn't glorified or exalted or 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 you know put shot uh, spotlight on i don't feel it yet um just because i'm playing both i think so much i mainly only played the majors last year in masters um division so i don't feel it much and i had the time of my life at the the majors that i played in the master division so i don't feel like we were short changed there um the camaraderie and the family at those master events are so great that to me, I didn't feel shortchanged, but um, hopefully we will grow and get the um, media and everything at all of our events as well, you know, but it's like any other sport, the PGA, you know, masters don't get the same attention as the top pros. So it's, it's the same in every sport, Um, but hopefully we will continue because look how many incredible master golfers we have. Mm-hmm. You know, some incredible, and we're about to have even more. There's several more that are about to, you know, roll over that or hit that 40. So I hope we continue to grow at the same time. Um, <laughs> I was teasing uh, Jeff with the 
LVC that like, can we just get to Japan's level to where I can like, I paid, I actually paid. I was just signed up. I just got my refund back for master's division, but I want to be able to pay both and like let my score <laughs> just go. And like, we should be able to play both divisions. Yeah, okay. Um, you want to do some both, double dipping. But... Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, not, that doesn't sound as appealing to a lot of other non-dominating players. You know that, right? But okay. I don't but think I'd want to pay for two divisions. Yeah. I can beat both. Yeah. Then. Great. Johnny, <laughs> I got a guaranteed way. Johnny can lose twice as much money every weekend. Yes. But yeah, no, I, it's, it's, it's sad. I do want to play. We have some amazing master um, tournaments and I'd love to play both, but I do want to focus at least this year on the FBO. So, mm. um, but hopefully all the kinks will get worked out by next year when I probably will play more masters. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, it's, um, it's going to be a, a question that, you know, there's, there's no right or wrong answer. And I don't think um, it's going to get solved overnight. And no. we, we say it all the time. We, we love all those people that, you know, you've referenced or are thinking about as do I, but mm-hmm. that spotlight will probably never be as bright on them anymore. No. Their, their time in the spotlight was once there. Maybe it wasn't as bright as they wished it would have been, but that's also part of being a pioneer in, in a sport or in, in any industry. And right. um, yeah, I, Wh- I, I, which I, is why a lot of us are still playing the open division. Look at Scott Stokely, mm-hmm. you know, he is doing everything he can to go out and give it another shot. And I, I can't wait. Like, I'm so excited to see how he does there, but we know that that's, where it's at you know you get sponsors by playing open you know they don't Mm -hmm. it's just it's a more important field yeah if he he gets into a field i guarantee you we're going to see him on a feature card oh yeah Yeah. i am so excited have you seen his transformation (laughs) yes i I, I haven't seen the actual (laughs) video yet i've just seen the side by side and he's seven years older than us eight years older than us i think yeah Yeah. it's inspirational very much so very inspirational yeah, yeah, very much so. It makes me want to find more time to work out. <laughs> I, I know I'm I'm a little worse off than he was at his beginning, but I look I'm like, well, if I could get to, if I could get to where he started, I mean, yeah. that wouldn't be too bad. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, he he's certainly and he's always been a showman and an entertainer and then a solid golfer on top of it and a great human. So yeah, he's going to be a very fun story to watch here be. in 2022. W- what else is jumping out at you? I'm sure you're paying a little bit more attention just overall to to storylines and people and things and whatnot, especially wearing that PDJ Radio hat. But what are some of the other things that are kind of on your radar that you're you know seeing might see unfold here in 2022 i would love to see more sponsors come in i saw um i will totally say her name wrong but one of our i think she's from finland or somewhere over there um she's playing the lvc i could pull it up super fast but she just as i just saw glancing when i was sitting here waiting on you that she just got picked or signed by nike so yeah research it's awesome. Cri- it's not Chris. Uh, starts with a K and the last name starts with a T. I feel Kristen so bad. Kristen Tatar. I'm so bad when... no. <laughs> no, no, that's an <laughs> easy one. I'm going to help you out. No, 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 no. Blonde hair. Um, I'm super excited. Okay. To to meet her. She's S- some, on latitude as well. Katie. Mm, it's a short name. It's a short K name. Okay. Yeah. I, I could look really quick, but yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see as this grows, how many big sponsors we can get. Yeah. That's it, one thing. Um, where, and I know this isn't the hat you wear, but maybe it is of other people you talk to at the PDGA. 
how much of a concern is that for the PDGA? Because a lot of people will just by default be like, hey, the PDGA should be doing this. They say that about a million <laughs> things, by the way. But um, getting outside sponsors, big marketing uh, and big sponsors is, do you feel like that's uh, one of the initiatives or something that we see somebody working uh, exclusively on at the PDGA? Is that, is that, that's not in Grant's ballpark, is it? I don't think so. Hayden? No? no okay. Not, no. I have no clue. But um, remember, I'm not an employee of the PDGA, so... <laughs> I, I know, but I'm going to treat you like you are. <laughs> um, no, I, I feel like it's a lot of our responsibility. Like, I have a couple of companies that I would am reaching out to to hopefully um, maybe pick up a sponsorship. It's products I've used forever, and they're not in the sport. So I think, um, as some of us athletes, we want to grow the sport, and we need to show them that, that we are true athletes. This is a big sport. It is growing. We have the views and maybe we can just pick up some of these other new companies that have never even looked at disc golf before. So I, I feel like it's part partially us. I mean, I feel like we have a, a big responsibility in that. Well, we're kind of like, you want to use the product. Yeah. Well, so that I think is a great point. And then in addition to that, you know, it, it's no longer it shouldn't feel like a cold call. And maybe for the reason you just said, we're users of the product. We have this great demographic. Mm-hmm. You know, we're very passionate about the products and the things that we use, especially the more helpful they are to us out on the road or on the tour or whatever. So it's, you know, you have that in that that warm connection already. You know, it only makes sense when um uh, something like uh, Sportsack. I was trying to think of their exact name. You know, they were making rosin type bags for bowling yeah. and for rock climbing. So it was just so obvious and natural for a company like them who had really nothing to do with disc golf to have that crossover because their product was already applicable. Right. And I, I just feel like, um, you know, those are great ways. And we're, yeah, it's like a warm handshake already as a, oh my God, that's yeah. weird. A warm hand off. So, I don't know. Mm, either of those sound gross. So, anyways, <laughs> Zuka is another one. You know, Zuka has an sure. incredible cart. Yeah. You know, I used Zuka's medical mm-hmm. cart for years. Okay, and it worked amazing. Um, Why didn't you think so, to put this in it and carry it around? Come on. No, 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 no. You missed I, well, out on that. No, no, no. They had already made the disc off. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> So, um, but no, I've been using their, their stuff for years. That's outside of disc golf. So for sure, make a fantastic product. So, um, hopefully a lot more companies will cross over when they see that there's room for us. Yeah. I was talking with someone, uh, we moved into a new house a few months ago and one of the previous owners was only a few blocks away. They came by and introduced themselves. We had them over for dinner and they just started a business, uh, converting vans. And I, I, oh, wow. I, I, I showed them, I said, oh, that's very popular in our sport. <laughs> and they literally have started their business. He used to work at Harley. He started the business back in February or March. It's called Drive Orion. I showed him some of the pros like, oh, this is what they're doing on their own. His eyes lit up. And he's like, yeah, that, like <laughs> that's <laughs> like that's a market. And and I'll say this. They are very high end. They you know, we're talking like the beds in their vans that will like elevate with remote controls to move up and down and things like that. Like they're doing some kick-ass vans, but I I showed him, I said, Hey, this is really cool. And he's like, this is the type of market we need to get into. And so, you know, it's, it's things like that, that our sport is going to be starting to attract. Right. We have, I actually reached out to a RV dealership that back in Oklahoma, which we got our RV from. And because there's um, several, there's a lot of 
you know, people coming over from Europe and stuff. And so we have three guys on our Innova team coming over and they were looking for an RV to rent for three months. And I was like, let me reach out and just see. And she said that there's, you know, some logistics. I think it's like our cruise RV USA or whatever. It has like a, a rental, like everyone has to go by or something. But I told her, I was like, you guys could literally start a great market with disc golfers. I mean, there's so many going to be touring, rent them, sell them, like hook these guys up. So you're going to sell a few RVs. So I, there's, there's definitely a lot of companies out there that could branch into us. Yeah. And, and I guess this all kind of follows into the the next big thing that we're seeing as these crazy uh, crazies maybe not even the right word these large scale <laughs> contracts and mm-hmm. uh signings signing bonuses multiple year deals multi million yeah bitcoin <laughs> multi million dollar uh you know contracts and whatnot again you're you're from uh our our generation of, little of getting after into us. golf let's, let's be nice to her a little yeah, after a, a couple of years not i mean much. i'm not 10 000, johnny's you know in the 14 000s you're 15 000 and something right 15 yeah. like yeah. six eight three or something yeah. um Close. what uh what what do you make of all that i mean because you've been there obviously right. not as as long as say alan risley out on the board but you've been right. there for quite a while what do you make of where where we are now I think it's incredible. And that's why you're seeing Des, myself, Elaine, Juliana, you know, all of us coming back like, whoa, 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 we went, we went in on this. Like, hold on. (laughs) Um, So because it is exciting for us, I think, to finally see what we dreamed of this sport being, you know, so it's, it's incredible. And I, I think doesn't like, even if it's just one or two huge contracts, that's just another step in the right direction. And so I, I'm excited forever. I was so excited for Kona. Um, you know, I'm sad she left our team, but I'm just as happy, you know, that she just took us to another level. That's one more female making a stand and 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 taking us to a higher level. So I'm super stoked. Do people, uh, of course, you're wise and full of knowledge and you have a long history in the game. So do I was going to say men or women, but I would think more likely, uh, maybe as a mentor, almost do do women and aspiring players come ask you questions about their careers, where they're going, what they're doing, insight that you have? Do you volunteer any of that? Um, what are your conversations like with some of our newer players? You know, a Haley King who just you know, and a Callie McMorrin who just like came out of nowhere, and now they're yeah. very much superstars in our game. Well, those, yeah, they jumped in, I think, at just the right time. And I think we'll see, continue to see so many more amazing kids that get quick, you know, I mean, get good so fast. Like, they're going to jump to, we're going to, that goes back to the tournaments. What are we going to do with all these players? Because I, I really feel like we're going to have some incredible superstars that are coming up, just like, you know, Haley's 19 years old. She's going to mm-hmm. be around this game for a long time. Um, but I think, a few years back, that question's totally different. You know, being on tour is very hard, you know, besides mentally, physically, but financially, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, but I think that's really, we're getting very close to changing that to where you can say, you know what, you're going to be able to get paid this amount. It's pretty fair equivalent to like, if you had a salary with a full-time job for a lot of us. So it, 
it hopefully will get easier to say, yeah, good luck on tour. You're going to, you know, do great. It's not going to be scary at all. Um, but back in the day, that's, that's a huge risk. I mean, you had to have a lot saved up to just risk it and go on tour. So I, I think that'll change. I do. What were your conversations, if any, like with Juliana this year in the sense that, you know, she kind of had that, you know, she didn't necessarily leap away from her job. It sounded like, uh, you know, things were coming to an end there and she was at a crossroads. So she then could make the new decision. But what what do you make of her, her return? And and what is that story that can be shared? What can we take away from that? I guess is maybe the best question. Her and her return. Just- Yeah, I just think it shows that this game can still be played at such a high level by any age. You know, it's it's inspiring, just like Scott looking like he's 35 again. It's inspiring. And so um, I think it's going to be awesome. And I hope all of us, you know, Elaine, Des, Juliana can all just hang right in there with these young girls, Um, but then still be able to go play our master's events and and have a great time at those too. So um, I I just think it's inspiring and I'm glad she got the opportunity to do that. I don't know if it was, it was right at COVID. So I don't know Mm -hmm. if COVID had anything to do with that, Um, but the timing was great and she took a leap of faith and, and capitalized on it. And it's, that's awesome. Well, what do you, have for a prediction 2022 any bold predictions i know i asked you about keeping you know thinking about a storyline but any bold predictions things maybe somebody wouldn't call and think oh yeah this is going to happen do you do you have anything that's outside the box this year and it it may be related to results or a, a specific player or something you know on the fringe of our sport any bold predictions for this year i think we'll have two new world champions like never been before crowned world champions. Well, not yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I can say European that. because then I lose money. I'm just. <laughs> no, literally, still, I, yeah, still I, I still have year? a bet with Chris one, Finn one from year. over at Dude okay. oh, in Australia. Yeah. We had a three-year bet that uh, he said somebody international would win somebody from outside the u.s would win worlds in three years this would be the third and final year we of course had the COVID extension and so we have a wager placed on it i'm not saying if i have to scream during a final putt i won't but uh (laughs) so you're 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 saying though you think we're gonna see some new world champs I do. I do. And I will go back to that real quick. I feel like Chris is going to hold you to that. And oh, so yeah. I hope, yeah, I kind of hope you lose. Terry actually has to fly to Australia to hand him the money, which is really the rough part. <laughs> as long as I get, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, go. let's just go for a tournament. You know, I'll work and, and, you know, get contracted for a tournament. So I'll gladly, if I lose the bet, I will gladly uh, pay over the money. Well, and the interesting part about, you know, that prediction is, in MPO, we could see there's a lot of U.S. players that people would pick over any mm-hmm. overseas. But in the FPO field, you know, Holcomb already has one. Obviously, Paige and Cat already have them. I, I, I don't want to pigeonhole anybody, but U.S. players, you really... Haley is kind of the, the, the one player that everyone would probably pick from the U.S. And then you have the three, you know... Big hitters from overseas. Yeah. That, like those would be I, one of the three that that you would see probably pick up an, uh, a win. You got Missy. You got Jen talent. here. I don't know. 
I I'm think saying what people would pick. I would pick. Getting but... so good. Yeah. The, yeah. the talent's getting so good. I think it's going to be a battle. Like, I, I think yeah. the options are, there's more than a few that could win this. So that'll be I exciting. Agree. I agree. It's and, we're and then we're going to go to Australia and pay <laughs> off your bet. <laughs> that if if I lose the bet and I have to go to Australia to maybe cover like the Australian Championships again. Yes, yes, Luke, I'm I'm looking at you over there and Kinga. Um, <laughs> I, I that would be more than fine with me. Then I could maybe win a didgeridoo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Didgeridoo. Yeah. I still can't play it. I didn't know how. I couldn't. I never learned <laughs> who could? to play it. But Come on. Yeah. Th- those are pretty cool. The several. Who was really good at it? There was a couple of people that ended up being good at it. Well, Philo's probably Decent. good at it. Yeah. I mean, Philo can play every instrument, I feel like. He can. I yeah. just found some footage of him in Thailand uh, when he sat down with a group that was playing in a band, and then he just sits down and starts drumming away, and then he's singing, and then he's playing some other instrument I've never seen. I mean, that's... <laughs> That's Philo for you, right? I mean, if it's an instrument you've never seen, does it really know? Do you know if he's playing it well or not? <laughs> I'm going to trust that he sounded good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, and, and then as we start to wrap up, one of the things I said in the intro, uh, you had talked. We spoke briefly at the PLO uh, a few months ago. Uh, Thailand, that's a place you want to get to. Any, any, yeah. anywhere else on your bucket list? Uh, you, you obviously speak highly of Australia, and I know you'd love to return there. But uh, what's what's on your bucket list for places to go play yet? I'd like to also, once I get back to Australia, go on down to New Zealand because I always had to come straight back to work and never got to go down there. So I'd love to go to New Zealand. Mm. I was very, very stoked to go to Japan. So yep. I, I'm i on that short list. As soon as they say we can go, I'm, I'm ready for that. And just to get over to Thank Europe. Um, I, yep. Mm-hmm. And then I want to go hang out with my girls, uh, Evelina and Henna over in Finland. I want to mm-hmm. play those courses. So um Pretty much anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So you're, you're good to go anywhere, and it sounds like a lot yep. of the staples in the disc golf community, which mm-hmm. uh, make perfect sense. Let, let's just play pretend, and well, I'll be even a little gloomy for a moment and say no one goes anywhere in 2022. Let's Boo. just say that happens. Uh, I, know. I, <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to Thailand in two weeks. So let's, let's play pretend and say it doesn't happen. 2023, you can go one place. For an international tournament, where's that one place you for sure will pick and would go to? What's on top yeah, of that that's list? Hard. I, I almost just spit out Australia because I we had so much fun there and I uh-huh. we have so many friends over there already that I love and I want to go back and see. But I would also, I think, say Finland just because I haven't been. Okay. So, yeah. But those are definitely my two and then Japan's right underneath. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go find some of my ancestors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not in Finland. In Japan? No. <laughs> Not in Japan. Then uh, I'd have to go way back probably for that or something. No, Finland. Finland. I didn't know if you'd seen a mirror lately. <laughs> uh, we don't have any in the new house. I just, uh, we're going to go in that. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Norway, Norway, Sweden, uh, obviously uh, all uh, great yeah. disc golf destinations. If we get to go overseas, we should do a 23 and me before that. Oh, that's. Yeah, I was adopted, so I know. I, then I got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go on a worldwide. They hunt. probably don't want you either. <laughs> I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go on a worldwide hunt. Damn it! I'm gonna find them. Oh my gosh. Anyway, all right, Jen. Enough of this nonsense. Uh, do you have anything else that you want to share with us? I mean, you're you're a little restricted over there on uh, on another yeah. news network. So let it loose. Anything else you want to share with us before we let you go tonight? Yeah, Grant can't edit you, you here. Yeah. I know. That's why I have to be good. Um, Terry's <laughs> always trying to get drama. Uh, there's, I, 
I uh, no, I never have any for you. You always ask me, and I'm like, Neh. no, I, I'm not asking just for drama. I just said anything in general. I mean, it could be good news. It could be uh, big, uh, huge developments. It could be partnerships. It could be you know your your kids all just got five point I don't know. I mean, I, I'm asking for anything, not just drama. Um, nope. I'm I'm just excited for the year. I I'm ready to get my game back um, to where I know it is, and I'm also. Next week, I am teaching all 25 school teachers in Gilbert again. Okay. I've done that for a couple yep. of years. So I look forward to also in between tournaments, getting back in the school system. So hopefully COVID allows that to continue and just getting out there. I'm excited also to be out there as our women's innovative team captain to be mm. at a lot more events. And I think we have an incredible team. So I'm super stoked to be able to get out there, not only to play, but to support our our entire team and, and see what we can do. I think we're strong and I think it's going to be a great year. I like it. What uh, uh, I have to quickly ask, what does being <laughs> the captain exactly mean? I'm the cheerleader mom. That's it. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, but, yeah. and you rank above Nate Sexton. Is he the MPO no. side or are you the entire team? Oh, no. She definitely ranks above no, Sexton. No, no. Yeah. Okay. No. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, Ask if I'm picking a cheerleader, it's you over Sexton. No, all day. I think I, I, I picture Sexton personally. No, I. <laughs> wow. He, all right, so that, maybe that says something about me, but. <laughs> uh, my kids called Sexton the commish. He's the commissioner. Uh. Okay. So okay. he's the commish. I'm more the mom cheerleader. So I'm looking at that poster behind you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it's my only art I hung. It, does that say five sixty six, five sixty eight? Five sixty eight point five. Can you beat that? I'm old now. <laughs> oh, that that was only <laughs> like, what five years like ago. Five, five years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Yep. I will say, Terry. I I don't. Was it the last round? It was the last round. Have you watched your footage? I have not yet. I will be editing okay. it tomorrow. Because I okay. think like we're not seeing the big D in the desert. We haven't seen no. it for a few years. Um, and I was just thinking th- there's almost no point for a-, a male player to go out anymore. Because I don't think you're right. ever going to see those conditions. Right. But... For an and I, a- I'm just going to plug a- real quick. I'm going to plug yeah, go for that... It. People, you know, there's so much crap talk about the wind that day. 95% of those shots were horrible because the wind was so mm. strong. So mm. what he did and accomplished was still incredible. It's correct. So I hate, I hate that that's, there's that asterisk because yeah, yeah, he threw incredible. He threw an amazing shot and you have to have mm-hmm. so much skill to be able to throw in that wind to be able to control it in general. Clearly the wind, yeah. there's no doubt that the wind helped him out. But my question is. Oh, for sure. That, that I. I see that the, the the women's number as a number that's reachable in the future. Yeah, I and, think so too. I, I do, and I used to think that I could. I wanted to hit six hundred. Okay. Um, that was my that was my goal. I I broke that the very first throw. Um, and then it was just partying after that. No, I'm just <laughs> uh, so do, do you with with a year of training? Do you think you could uh, you could get close to it? You could try to you could try to beat that. Do better, Jen. Maybe. No, maybe one six hundred. I do too. Um, what I was going to tell you, Terry, is I think the last round is when I threw hole six past the basket in two shots. It was kind of silly and it was really windy. So I just laid up like I didn't even attempt that putt because mm-hmm. it was, I could drop in four by laying up a 
I think it was like 25 feet, but it was breezy. So I was like, man, I would kick myself in the face literally on film <laughs> if I would have like hit the top of the basket, flew off and got a bogey when I passed <laughs> mm-hmm. that basket in two throws. Um, they were yeah. two of the farthest throws that I've thrown on that course. I was I was throwing the disc really far. <laughs> okay. And, th- and that's obviously phenomenal. So I- I'd be curious. I told, I told Drew and Drew was impressed. So you know it was good. <laughs> Drew was impressed. It was good. If you have to pick, let's say you can't break that. Say we don't see Big D in the desert for another few years. What player on tour right now do you think would have a chance at that? Well, Paige beats me at Worlds every year, so I would say Paige. Okay. Um, but I, I haven't seen Natalie throw, so I don't. I don't know. Okay. Um, but Paige and I have always, you know, there was one year where was it? Pittsburgh, like they had to like measure us a couple of times. Like we're always battling right there. And I, I personally don't like, I feel like I throw further on the course than I do in the distance competitions. Hmm. I don't know. I, I just, Different I don't pressures? think I really got, I, I don't, I think I tried too much for the angles. Like when we were out of the desert, like the angles were huge. Like you had to really kind of play the air there differently when we're at worlds it's usually humid there's not wind you know and i should just be throwing it straight and i'm like overthinking it and trying to get some crazy angles like we did in the desert and it always fails <laughs> well and that's and that's kind of goes into my question like do you think obviously Paige is a phenomenal thrower but yeah. th- there are players who are better golf throwers than there are distance throwers and correct is, can, I, i'm sure Paige could adjust to be a distance thrower but it would take some talent. I didn't know if you had seen anybody on on the course or in the field that would be like, oh wow, they they would be a very good distance thrower based on how they a- approach a disc or how they approach a drive or anything like that. So, but you think it would you think it would be Paige? Yeah, for sure. Okay, we've we've battled for way too many years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. What, what do you would, think? I, I I don't know. I'm trying to think of someone who. Who, who can throw with a ton of power. I've never, I don't know if I've ever seen Paige throw a giant Anheuser in my life. Really? Yeah. Well, you're, you're, yeah you're just not watching I, the right golf then. Well, <laughs> no, in, in general, because she tends to, she tends to release things with Heiser and, and big flip. And then I don't, I don't see a ton of turnover with her. Like hmm. she's a power thrower by no question, but right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious. I'm trying to think of someone who <clears throat> I see on tour that, that has that, you know, did you, and did you throw a 360 for that or no? Mm-mm. No. I don't know of any I, women on tour that do throw 360s commonly. Uh, Kona does. Yeah. Kona does. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I threw one, but it, the first throw was my further throw. I think it was my, I saved that for my fifth throw each time. I did like four regular and then one 360. Mm. Uh, I, I think back to uh, someone who takes it very seriously and she seems to really get into things and now is playing more as Holland Hanley. Yes. And, you know, uh, that she's, was going to be the one I was saying. You know, and, I was going to say Holland. I don't know if all of her, you know, her form is exactly there and if that's even something she's focusing on is like a, a distance record as opposed to a, con- a controlled golf shot right now. But she's someone that I think has the mentality for it as well of like, hey, and I'm going to go out for the she's next six months and I'm going to, you know, I'm really going to try and, you know, set this record. Um, Hannah, Evelina, not necessarily you think are contenders, huh? For a distance I mean, they're both strong. I mean, gosh, Hannah can throw a rock forever. Yeah. I can remember a, a few of those courses, uh, Fountain Hills or whatever, and she's like, I threw my rock. And I was like, wow. 
Um, <laughs> so, I mean, she can definitely crush a Frisbee. And I remember at Jonesboro, the first time I ever saw her throw, um, she was ripping <laughs> a disc. So I, she can clearly throw very far and Evelina has tons of power. So I, I don't know if they could throw 600, but they definitely, and there's a lot of, you know, Europeans I haven't seen throw. Mm-hmm. So for sure. Uh, and also as asked on the board, uh, you were throwing race that day, correct? And, uh, was it, was it 168 or was it 175? I don't no, 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 Did no. you go it lightweight? Was, it was lighter. It was okay. lighter. And I, I actually, um, they just kind of brought us out a bunch of like X out stamp, like just extra. I'd never thrown. That wasn't my disc. <laughs> Ah, well. They just brought out a bunch from the factory. They had sent me some lightweight bosses that I was trying, mm. and um, I ended up just grabbing the wraith, and that was it. Just caught the perfect huge S and just carried the distance shot. You always want to finish to the right, and that's why it's you know easy out there in the desert. There's there's no it's like endless land that you can just crank and just let it glide. There's really no out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Where at Worlds, we're so we're always so limited at Worlds, and I think that's another reason that makes it a little different. Um, you know, we we have the one pin that you can rotate. You know, your line even if the wind shifts or changes. You know, as long as the one initial pin stays in its place, I can take that other and put my angle of release at any point. So you you definitely play the wind with the shots. You get a high release on the angle to get the wind underneath the plate. And then try to let it carry to the right as much as possible. Um, and that's just not something you really do on the course much. Yeah. Very, yeah. very rarely. So, <laughs> Which makes distance competition so much more fun when they're you yeah. know, held at the full, you know, whiff diff, mm-hmm. uh, you know, levels and whatnot. Uh, quick side note and selfish question would be, are we going to see you here in Wisconsin for the U.S. Whew. Women's this year? Yes. Over yes. in Madison, just about an hour yes. west of us. Awesome. Okay. Am I going to have you played here? I say, am I going to have to do a studio to have some guests some night? I think that would be a lot of fun. Leave your PDGA hat at home. We're talking business here. No, Uh, we're talking fun here. (laughs) No, no business. Yeah, that's better. Uh, Do I Um, I get drinks? You serve drinks on your podcast? Maybe. What do you want? Maybe. Uh, (laughs) I will have it available. What uh, have you played? You haven't played in not in Madison. Have you played in Wisconsin? No. Never. No, there's not. A, there's high a bridge. lot of places. I was thinking Highbridge maybe, oh, but no. Not 07 Worlds. You weren't at that. So, no. no. Wow. Okay. Well, There's we... a lot of places I've still not played. Okay. Well, it'll so, be exciting to have excited. you here in uh, in Wisconsin for sure then. There's awesome. definitely a, a couple that I'm really excited. As, and I told Kel this weekend, I am going to the preserve. Like okay. I've been yep. wanting to play that forever and work just got crazy. I think we had two therapists going out with COVID. Like I had planned initially even last year to try to make it to that and couldn't. Um, and I may try to get over to MVP. I've never yeah. played there either. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely a few that I really want to try to get get to this year. So yeah, there's some bucket list courses, venues, events, all in that. In the U.S. Need, yeah, yeah, in the U.S. <laughs> that you need to be checking off your list as well. And I think so many of us, because we've seen you uh, be successful at a number of events, and we've seen you get more and more active throughout these last p- past few years and setting a distance record. But then 
maybe not realizing that as you say you're not on tour full time you're not playing yeah. week in and week out you're you're logging 40 to 50 hours a week and then and then rushing off you know after your last shift just to get back in time for your next shift the next week yeah. you're, you've been yeah. a, a weekend warrior so it'll be great to see you uh, more and hopefully you're able to relax and soak more of that in this year I hope so I feel like the two tournaments that I really did that um this this last year um was for I went I, Two, two weeks off from U.S. Women's to Masters Cup. Mm-hmm. And even though I wasn't playing fantastic at U.S. Women's, I left a lot out there. I went over to Dela and shredded probably better. I mean, I, I would have won FPO if I would have played FPO. Mm-hmm. Like, I played those courses better than I had in forever. And so, and I really contribute that to, I had... I wasn't rushing back to work on Monday and then rushing right back to the next tournament. I had some time off. I got to relax. I got to focus and practice. And then I did the same thing right before Tim Zielinski. I went to see my mom, went down um, to the lake with friends, got to relax, got to spend time with family and, and had a little bit extra time. So I, I hope that that really carries over this year where I'm not, you know, rushing back to work. So yeah, there's, there's something to be said about just being in that, state of mind knowing that mm-hmm. hey you you're you're not trying to tap in your last pot to then hit that flight to then make sure that you're in the office by 6 a.m you know literally 14 hours later and yeah. uh certainly that mentally uh has probably worn on you a little bit even if it's in the back of your head so be beaver state s- was the only time i had to do that do you remember beaver state i was like Freaking out. We had like eight <laughs> holes left. I was like, oh my God, cancel my flight. Ah, it was crazy. Yeah. No, I, uh, I know exactly how you feel. I've, I've been there for a number of events where we're always just thinking about the timelines and where people really have to be. And, and you yeah. sometimes you have a cameraman or you have a caddy or a player themselves. It's like, hey, I still punch a clock tomorrow morning. And it's like, yep, mm-hmm. yep. It's, uh, it all weighs <laughs> on everybody. So, yeah. well, Jen, we wish you the best of luck. It was great seeing you. I, We'll see you in like, what, 10 days or so? Not even. Uh, Maricopa action back down in uh, Arizona. So, of course, looking forward to that. I know that uh, I've got some coverage of you and the rest of the crew over the last couple of years. So looking forward to it uh, down there. And best of luck. the weather's nicer. Hopefully it's going to get up to the 70s, 80s. It'll be just fine. 70, a little cloudy. I'll take it. All right. All right. Okay, fine. I'll take it. If I were to be there. 72 cloudy no wind yeah i'll take that yeah. no wind uh, yeah no, no wind. wind there's a lot of ob at maricopa there so. is and they stretched it out even more so uh looking Big forward time. we have a par six yeah that's, what that's that's par what i heard six that's dumb yeah. <laughs> i agree i agree uh, i'll, I'll, I'll decide blunt, when i get there i'll decide blunt, when i get there dumb <laughs> It's well, just, I think we're old school. Like, it's traditional yeah. golf. There is no such thing as a par six. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I understand I, it. Like, I understand that like, we need that, six but... to make it fair, but... I don't know if I agree PGA with, like... Par uh, low low just, score wins at the end of the day. Uh, correct. 100% it is. It's just strange. It is. Just weird. I'm with Johnny V. Yeah, it's weird. 
Yeah, well, well we don't I'll have a bunch of women it. that throw 568 either, so you simmer down. <laughs> Jeez. All right, Jen, seriously, it was great seeing you this weekend. Congratulations. Solid yes. play. Thank you. Uh, looking forward to more of it in a couple of weeks. Thanks for joining us. If and- you're not a subscriber to PDGA Radio, please go to whatever local podcasts you have and sign up for Smashbox, then PDGA Radio. Yes, yes, do that a second. <laughs> in case your subscription count runs out, just make sure you We're check. On Twitter, Google, like, I think we hit them all, finally. Oh, uh, so. Wow. You just don't get too big time on us. All right, Jen? I'll try not to. All right. (laughs) Have a good night. Thanks Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Thanks, Good night. All right. Jen, Alan joining us tonight. Thank you so much. She's kind of fun. She's all right. I have to put up with her every time I go to Arizona. I'm sorry. I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) No, we were chatting in the board about having um, the women in Madison this year. And Mm. it truly, I think it could be a lot of fun to have a bunch of women (laughs) it sounds so bad to have a bunch of women show up here to the studio Mm, mm. to have a podcast or we arrange something in madison so yes it should be fun looking forward to it i know uh, mike batka and crew uh, a couple questions that weren't answered that i (laughs) that one came in on the board um gonna ask jen if she's gonna be at the champions cup i'm gonna assume yes but i don't know that for a fact but i'm gonna assume that she'll be there uh and the other thing i was gonna ask her personally that she <laughs> is if she ever got her frisbee back she threw a frisbee over the water uh no well, clearly she didn't throw it over the water it sounds like she threw it in the water okay yeah by about two feet and uh there was someone on the other side that she was trying to play catch with possibly and ah. then um <laughs> she didn't see her frisbee back she, oh she's in our green room jen just nod did you get your frisbee back no. no. All right. Well, well, someone got a Jen Allen signed disc, and it's, uh, it's. I could probably find it on eBay. It's a. It's a pretty how nice. How soon one. until we see fans going into water to get discs like that for <laughs> players? Like kind of like baseballs over at, in uh, San Francisco. Yes, it, like where you got people like in in the uh, canoes. in the canoes there, the kayaks just going through, watching and diving in the water. You know, we we watch Ricky crush a disc into the water and someone just goes diving in after it, then the question is, do you give it back? Let's say you retrieve it. Do you give it back and hope whatever? Or is that yours? Because in baseball and football, the kind of the, the or and, and in hockey, although it's tougher in hockey, the kind of standard is if it goes into the stands, it's, 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 it's theirs. It's yeah, theirs. It, but it's different because a baseball wasn't so to speak theirs Customs. it's not a cu- yeah yeah it it's wasn't theirs um yeah uh, specific to a player yeah i, I think I, I mean personally i would love to see you know if a player throws a disc into a water and you retrieve it you give it back to the player but then the player gives you something what another di- assigned disc something along those lines a we bitcoin see a, a bitcoin <laughs> yes just to hand them a bit hand them a bitcoin yeah, i mean that's bitcoin. how it works i think yes. i'm not sure yes uh is that where you just like bite a penny and yeah hand it to like a, a cold wallet or a hot pocket whatever they're all the same it's, it's all it's all cold this, wallets and hot pockets it's all the same because in golf if you hit somebody you t- tend to sign a glove or something and hand it to them mm-hmm. and they get a souvenir you punch uh, along with a welt yeah but exactly in in disc golf I think Ricky did something like that when he when he drilled the dude last year when he went over the top at uh, I think he was in Texas oh, at a tournament yeah and, and, and got the guy <laughs> I think Ricky did something for him but it's uh, anyway I'll be curious it'll be interesting to see how a lot of our uh, culture and our uh, standards change the for more sure. people we have coming out yeah and I think 
that goes hand in hand. I very right on point with what you're saying. There was a hole on uh, the back nine where a gentleman on the lead card that we were filming threw an errant tee shot. It went out into the water on hole 15 out there at Vista del Camino along the par four. It went way out into the water and they said something about going and getting it. And he said, I don't ever want to see that disc again. So <laughs> I've said those exact same things that when you throw in the water and you've just had it with a specific disc because maybe it's not doing what you think and you just think, Someone's like, I'll go get that. I'll be like, if you get that, you keep it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that that kind of plays into everything you were just saying about retrieval, whether it's w- warranted or not, whether they actually want that uh, disc back or not. Or sometimes I, I may have seen some of our top players take a putter and fold it in half and then or rip it in half. I think I might have seen that. Those are great collectibles. They- I, I pick them up and run <laughs> off with them. <laughs> <laughs> I, there, there was a great video that resurfaced of maddie O a a couple of years ago walking off i forgot i forget the course but just like throwing his putters in the water as he walked off the course like just chucking them in the water uh there's a there's an epic story of northwoods barry schultz we'll politely say littering the lake with his discs after a very bad round um and that was many 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 years ago yeah uh well either way uh great segue a hundred percent unintentionally and unknown to you but maddie o was in fact uh down at the bay county kickoff this weekend and i I don't want to spoil it all for you simply because it was not only his first round with west side plastic but it was all recorded uh i sent my buddy dustin down there he worked with the club and uh, as our tournament was taking place at Shelly Sharp, a few of the players on the lead card were taking a look at the results and seeing what was happening. Uh, some stellar play that took place, and you probably didn't seek out the results, so that's why I don't want to spoil them for you yet. Wait till the coverage comes out, but you'll see there was some what, solid play. What was the event? That was the Bay County Kickoff. I believe that was their club-based event taking place down there in Florida. Uh, the same course that we just saw the Majette monster mash and that coverage that was released on my channel so look for that to come out um that that was all shot this weekend thanks to my buddy dustin uh and him working with brent and the club and then also uh as soon as i get fully wrapped up the next very next video besides the ones i released tonight the next videos that are coming out for shelly sharp will include the one and only Jen Allen, along with her other two card mates. So that is uh, hopefully going to get out here in the next day or two. And then I'm going to give you guys all of the action that took place down at the Jubilee, uh, which is pretty much edited, and we're working on some final commentary for that. So buckle up. I got a lot of footage. I know I keep telling you I've got 2021 footage, which I still have, but I also have now a bunch of 2022 footage that's just going to keep rolling out. I I think I can release videos almost every day for the next uh, week or two, and you guys will be hopefully at least mildly entertained. You're the hero the disc golf community deserves. No, but uh, one of the questions that I asked this weekend in one of the videos for Shelly Sharp uh, <laughs> uh, during one of the light backups that we had out there, saw that AB Anthony Barella, along with Adam Hammes, were uh, were getting into a little mid round snack, and that was in fact Jimmy John's. No big deal. Of course, I had to then say, "Hey, everyone is going to want to know if I'm going to show you eating your sandwich. What do you get?" And he answered. And then that was the question that I posed. And as cl- as much as I wanted to know what everybody's preferences are i said what's your favorite what's your go-to sandwich shop was the question 
hundreds, maybe even thousands of people replied with their favorite sandwich shops. Like the sandwich shop itself, like, not yeah. the sandwich. Yeah, yeah, the sandwich shop. And, uh, man, I got some new places to try out. There's some really well-liked uh, establishments. I'm sure you could guess the top three to five, though, that were responded. I, like, well, go to sandwich shops. I mean, the, That's how I posed it. Based on... This is totally after show stuff, but whatever. <laughs> ba- based on the, the amount of restaurants, you'd have to assume like a Subway. Yeah, would, would, yeah would that be, was certainly in there. Um, personally, I, I like Subway, but mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. I if there was a, a Subway and a firehouse right next to each other, I'd take the firehouse every day. Oh, wow. You're 100%. But you're new school now. Fire, Sell out. Firehouse is good. I love, me, I love, I love me some su- Subway, firehouse. but firehouse, firehouse is good. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, there's obviously Jimmy John's. Yep, you've got that was very popular. Mike's. Yep, yep. Jersey Mike's surprising. Maybe not surprisingly. I enjoy it. One of the most popular answers for sure was sure. Jersey Mike's. I think just based on again, like the subway, you base it on the the amount of uh, availability. Availability. So, okay. but no, I, I'm the uh, I'm more interested in like the actual sandwich. N- that and not really honestly because usually i'm a pretty bland sandwich sandwich eater if i'm gonna go there i'm probably gonna get like either a meatball or a ham and cheese on wheat some cheese some green peppers and maybe some parmesan Uh, whatever i mean that's you know maybe they'll throw some ranch or if if they if the place has that some caesar on it because that's you know yummy but i i yeah Anyway, no, I was going to say I would rather go to more of a local sandwich shop mm-hmm. uh, that's highly recommended. So, if you know, if you were at Fountain Hills and there was a place in that little uh, mini mall right there on the course and someone said this, this place has decent sandwiches, I would rather go there. All right. Last, I swear, last comment on the sandwiches. I had Silver Mine Sandwiches sub shop this weekend on the way to the course because I needed to get something for me and the cameraman, old Kyle, spicy boy, and... It was phenomenal. So there, there's an official recommendation. Okay. Silvermine. I then looked them up. Thought, I'm, oh, I've got I'm to sure find I'll more see it on their next commercial. <laughs> no, it's like I got to find more of these. There's one in all of Arizona, and then they're primarily in Colorado and maybe Wyoming. So, I think the first time I had a Jersey Mike's was in New York at, at one of the uh, around around downtown somewhere. Hmm. They they are uh, taking charge. All right, let's get back to a little disc golf here. Uh, believe it or not, that it does <laughs> that happen. was a tangent of disc golf. Uh, but I hope you guys enjoy the coverage. It's all out there. It is all available. It was a great battle on the MPO side. Jen didn't want to make it a battle on the FPO side, uh, but we did get the final round action from her. And I want to send a, a, a serious special shout out to uh, Kyle, who I met at the PLO. Uh, we played a doubles round together, glow doubles, and uh, we came not quite besties. I mean, I like him. Uh, we became buddies, and then he said he would really be interested in learning how to do a little bit of camera work and helping out. And sure enough, <laughs> don't say that to me, because the very first day he showed up, oh, uh, he worked some catch cam out there at Shelly Sharp. And then on Saturday, I said, hey, go out and get the chase card. He did that. Sunday, he went out and got the women's entire final round, and then he turned around and got the men's chase card. So huge shout out, Kyle. I really appreciate you, and uh, hope we can work together more uh as part of the amazing experience that i had out there in arizona so looking forward to that and we had jen obviously on a little bit earlier she won by nine strokes we saw anthony barella take this down by a single stroke over kale lavisca who shot a 13 under par 
Um, you would think, wow, that's a phenomenal score. Wasn't even the best score of the day. We saw Jacob Cordes shoot a 14 under par that round, but Kale ended up almost coming back. He still he still lost by a single stroke, uh, birdieing the last five holes in order to get right up there and put a little bit of pressure on AB. Uh, I know AB had a little bit of a putting issue on hole one, is what I understand. He kind of three or four putted, and someone someone was like, he didn't draw metal from 12 feet, and I was like. So he still got a little A B in him. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was a, that was one of his hiccups for yeah. sure. But but honestly, after that, he just lit up the course. So yeah. if that's what you have to do to shoot a ten forty seven, I'll four putt all day. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't um, usually work out for normal folk that well, way. I don't like know. Like you open up with a three or a four I, putt, you don't go on. on to shoot ten forty seven golf. That believe it or not is not. See, maybe that's, that's my not problem. a recipe. I've been doing that at the end of rounds. Oh, so okay. I, maybe if I you don't have enough time. If I did it at the beginning of the round, yeah. I would get it out of the way. Just sit there and like three or four putt on the first hole. And they're like, "What the hell are you doing?" You're like, "Oh no no no! This it's, is all part of the plan." how this, we do it it's how we is, do it boys this is how i destroy the course um, yeah so anyway so kale takes second place third place drew gibson shooting 23 under losing to anthony by three strokes nick newton 21 under jordan castro happy birthday jordan by the way one of our original smashies took fifth place uh like i said jacob curtis tied with cade philomahala and luke sampson at tied for sixth adam hamas shoots a miserable final round uh Again, I haven't watched the final round yet, but I've heard that he was not extremely excited to be there at one point. Um, understandable when you're having a bad round. He shot. He was in ninth place. And tied for 10th was Henry Manahan and Levi Hancock. So congratulations to our top 10 finishers in the MPO field. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun. And as as you just said, Kale certainly made it uh, a very interesting battle. And I, I tried to convey all of that within the, the footage that was out there because we had some chase card check-ins. And oh, we was he on the chase card? He was on the chase Ooh, card. And I didn't realize him that. and Nick Newton uh, made it a hell of a battle, actually. And so I was able to kind of splice in chase card check-in and, and kind of give you it almost like it was like it was a live you know feeling of seeing what was happening and back and forth and it was it was probably one of my more exciting rounds to like ever that. commentate on uh in terms of post-production because i was getting amped up about the excitement of what was happening on the chase card uh and so it was a great battle and just just for the records out there and, and this might ring a bell to you uh jacob curtis's aka that's cupcake the, the, from many years ago, yeah. he has very much grown okay. up. Uh, yes. He is a uh, a full blown stud out there, uh, <laughs> and yeah, you that said is it, not me. That is cupcake, and it was great seeing him. I've seen him at a couple of events, but he put together, and he was actually the talk of the lead card while we were playing. They're like, oh my god, like cupcakes, it, like six for seven, or he's, the, he's ten for eleven, he's thirteen out of fifteen. For some of our newer viewers, <laughs> cupcake was a caddy for Paul McBeth. Many years ago when he was, you know, what did I say, knee-high to a grasshopper, something yeah, like that, yeah. very young, um, and I believe he, he got the, how did he get the nickname? Was he eating a cupcake or something? <laughs> he, I think he round? loves cupcakes, and then, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, either way, everyone calls him Cupcake now, uh, for better or worse. Uh, I think he's just uh, grown, to, grown to love it, uh, but not a shy golfer. On his own, on his own. Yeah, board, no, so. played some really, really good Phenomenal. golf and had the hottest round. I do want to real quickly. Obviously, we had Jen Allen on. Uh, she crushed the field. She beat Callie by nine strokes. Uh, so Jen was at three over. Callie twelve over. Own twenty one over. Uh, in third place, Jill Norwick at twenty seven over in fourth place. So congratulations to the top four women this weekend. 
Yeah, and I think uh, a number of them I will see in a couple of weeks at uh, well, at the Maricopa what, event as well. What weekend are you going there? So like 10 days from now. So two weeks from now. I don't know. Uh, that, less than two weeks. Last week in January? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, today's the 18th, so 10 days from now. I think I technically fly out on the 17th. And uh, the likes, Hav, Amy, Joe, two, two of Disc Golf's favorite people, uh, originally from Grand Rapids, uh, transplanted down to Maricopa. Yeah. Unbelievable uh, time. Looking forward to that. Anyone fun uh, registered for that event? Oh, yeah. There's some... There's some superstars, okay. as you would expect. There should be. Yeah. Um, it's Arizona in the, in the We spring. just mentioned Nick Newton. Adam Hammes is the two-time defending champ. <laughs> We're walking down hole 15. This was one of my favorite parts of the weekend. I don't know if it was 15 or 12. It was during a longer walk. We're walking down uh, 12 to 13 and final round, and something or other was said about Maricopa, and AB, who signed up and is playing in it, turns to me and he says yeah what when is that tournament (laughs) (laughs) the the camera guy who's got to come back in a couple weeks i said it's in two weeks like two weeks from today you'll be finished and he's like okay okay yeah sounds good (laughs) so yes um it's going to be a pretty uh pretty good time for sure yeah i i I pulled up the registration you got hamas gibson turner barella clint kelvin aaron gossage luke sampson castro nick newton again Levi Hancock, Mike Sale, Danny yeah. Bochamp. So a pretty solid field. Yeah. Certainly a uh, a great group. And of course, open women. We have our guests tonight, Jen Allen, Owen Scoggins, Lisa Fakis, Maria Oliva, Kelly McMorrin, and Jill Norak as well. Norwick, sorry. Yeah, so lots of uh, lots of solid players on both sides. Whoa. Am I? Yeah, yeah, you're looking. You, you're you're I'm, looking I'm at a an Arizona registration, not a 1999 uh, Sheboygan registration. Tommy Bryan, uh, who competed with Terry and I for many years, along with Rip Alom. growing up, uh, Lee Semke. Yes, also from Sheboygan. So, well, Lee lives out in Arizona yeah, now. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, and I was jo- I was thinking I'm like, well, could I swing getting out there for fun? Just maybe throwing- I could put you to work. I, I know. <laughs> I wouldn't work hard. Let me put you that. You never t- do. Let me tell you that. So, uh, no, I'll have to think about that. I've got some airline miles that need to be used up. All right. So, uh, any I don't know if there's any other golf. We kind of touched on the Bay County. Like I said, we're going to release some footage for that. Excited to put that out there. Um, Shelly Sharp taking place this uh, this weekend. Uh, I don't know if there was anything. Uh, there was no other bigger events. There might have been B tiers and C tiers running around throughout the country. Yeah, but we we'll let the PDGA um, radio talk yeah, about PDGA that. PDGA radio can have those. I mean, who's got need, time for that? We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> Even though these were B and C t- or the, the, the uh, never mind. Anyway, um, uh, the, I, we have a little bit of PDGA news. I know we talk about it. Uh, the diversity outreach program is going into its second year. Uh, they've I kind of breezed through the article a little bit talking about how the amount of money that they've given, the amount of grants that they've given out to underserved areas. uh, Awesome. If if you guys fit into that criteria, take a look at the diversity outreach program for the PDGA. I think they have, uh, they've got, they've got money burning a hole in their pocket. And if you've got a worthy cause, I think they have that. So and as always, we need to talk about some discs that are being approved yesterday. It says one day ago. A lot of companies I've never heard of. Sunny Sporting Company released uh, the Eagles putter and the Eagles mid-range and the Eagles driver. Okay. Um, Castaplast. I've heard of them. Uh, the Reco X. This is my most favorite one. 
the Circle 2 disc <laughs> from Cheap Discs is the name of the company, and in parentheses, Refuture Ventures Ab. Don't exactly know what that is, but if, if you're calling yourself Cheap Discs, I better pick that thing up for $4.99, my friend. Uh, and it better hit every Circle 2 putt if it's called the Circle 2. <laughs> Heck yeah. Uh, and then finally, we've got uh, the Fly from 4th Discs and the Era from Finish Line. So those are the... Uh, the discs that were released. There's other PDGA announcements. They're looking for some volunteers for the medical subcommittees and uh, some support team stuff. So please, if if you if you've got some f- spare cycles, by all means, reach out to the PDGA. They can always use some help. All right, a few other things. Uh... I did reach out. I saw Katrina Allen this weekend. Of course, she's one of the uh, main. Uh, big names that's out there that has uh, not announced her new sponsorship. I did reach out to her today. I said, rumor had it, there would be an announcement today. She said, not so much. She said, very soon. I said, all right, just make it a Tuesday so we can talk to you. So that, we're that hoping to hear about it in one week. <laughs> so, uh, But she said that the announcement would be made very soon is uh, one, how she one replied. Week. So One week, Kat. We'll, uh, we'll see how that shakes out, but uh, good to see her. Her and Austin were both out there uh, hanging out, doing a little spectating this last weekend, so good to see them. And then in other signing news, uh, what also transpired in the last week is we saw that uh, announcement for MVP Dis has signed Madison Walker. So It's a great signing. Yeah, it is. Uh, honestly, I mean, you and I are both fans and friends of Madison. Of MVP. Oh, yeah, Madison. Oh, Madison, too. Right. No, I mean, Madison's okay, but MVP Steve, my boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> and anyone that can sign Madison, and they've got a really great team, good personalities. I think Madison will fit really well into that, quote-unquote, as everyone calls it, family or environment. Um, it'll be nice to see Madison out on the road again, hopefully, so... Uh, yeah, and I know she's wearing a couple different hats, doing a few different things, but um, yeah, very much looking forward to um, her year and what's in store for her. Congratulations to the shift and the signing over there at uh, MVP. So uh, the, last year, largely sponsored, uh, I believe it was Aria Dis Aria. and uh, some of the stuff they were working on. Uh, we'll see if Aria continues to push forward with the things that they had in place, but it sounds like uh, going a slightly different path than what they had from Madison and uh, her path. So, again, best of luck to them. The other announcement we saw, and someone's pointing it on the board, was Cynthia Ricciotti, who's been mm. a uh, yep. DD signed player for a few years, is parting ways with DD. Uh, many of you know that she is dating Kyle Klein for Discmania, so I think the rumors right now are: Is she going to sign with Discmania? And oh, this and that? I never thought of that. Yeah, Terry. Now, and here's what I'll say: This is my personal thought. I've said it before on the podcast. If you are a disc golf couple, split your sponsorships. <laughs> Don't go with the same sponsor because it leaves you more options. Come on, people, you got to be yeah, thinking. But it also is... makes things easier it, in a lot of ways. It as, does make as Hannah easier. and Nick Newton pointed out to me this weekend. Uh, Nick Newton recently, well, last year I believe, picked up by Prodigy. Uh, just recently, his fiance Hannah picked up by Prodigy, and he his exact words this weekend were, "It makes things so much easier." I imagine you can if you're if you're going to be traveling a lot, it cuts down on the number of different discs you need to carry with you. But I don't know. I'd, I'm I'm a big fan of hedging my bets. Okay. And I I, I like the uh, the split series personally. Well, speaking of because I want to see that. the parent in the in the in the stands with the different jersey. Mm-hmm. You know, the half <laughs> half disc mania, half whatever jersey yep, yep. <laughs> that they wear. So uh, ultimately, wherever Cynthia ends up, you know, best of luck to her. So I'm sure we'll hear from that in the next couple of weeks. Well, also there was a post made 
uh, by Jay Redding. And that kind of goes along with what you're saying. Uh, just yesterday, he made a post uh, saying that uh, I know everyone has been awaiting the off-season off nail-biter <laughs> of where Jay, Reddy, uh, Jay Yeti Redding might be heading. Wow, that's a, a mouthful. In 2022... Perhaps it would be a surprise seeing that our girl, Des, took flight with another company after 20-plus year career as captain, multiple-time world champion, and Hall of Famer of the Innova Disc team. Thing is, we were told by more than five people this offseason, loyalty is a two-way street. Innova champion has treated us incredibly well over the years. We own a house, an RV, two cars, blah, blah, blah. Those are his words. Uh, And then he goes on to point it out, and then he... Also then says, um, says, this is on the Facebook, so I'm going to scroll down a little. Um, goes on to say, meanwhile... Uh, let me He's got a big out. yellow border. He's staying with Innova. <laughs> I know, I, I, but I, I feel this is, sto- this is a big story in the sense that, as he said, you've got a multiple-time world champion yeah, who's now and- moving on, you know, and we, we had that announcement here with Mint and everything else. And then he goes on to say, I'm very proud to represent the largest and top manufacturer with Innova champion, trusty lineup. Lots of wins, da 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 da. Innova is taking care of me, and I'm going to be staying with them. And you're going to continue to see the Yeti AVR. So, and that was what I was going to say. It makes sense for Jay to stay. He has his own disc at Innova. So for him to leave, not only, <laughs> sorry, Jay, not only at his age. Oh, ouch! Shots fired. But shots fired to Texas. Pow, pow, bang, bang, pow, pow, all the way down to Texas from Wisconsin. <laughs> um, I mean, he's not competing at the Pro Tour at the top level. It doesn't make sense for him to probably take another sponsorship. He's he's very comfortable with Innova. Innova treats him very well. They have a good relationship. He's got a disc. I've I've said it a couple different times that that this is one way that manufacturers are kind of locking players into these sponsorships a little bit is by creating these. And this was Jace had this for a long time. You and I actually have some of the original uh, R pro Yeti AVRs, I mm-hmm. believe stuffed away, but this is a way manufacturers are locking players into these deals is by creating these custom discs. You know, if Ricky gets a, a six discs with dynamic discs and he leaves in five or seven, or eight years, those discs don't go with him. Mm. The names might just like we saw with disc mania, but those molds are probably staying with uh, with DD, just like we saw with, uh, like I said, with Discmania and Innova when they had to part ways. Suddenly, Innova's got two new discs that are out in the last couple weeks. <laughs> and when I, I'm going to throw new in quotes because they're just the same molds that they've been using for the Discmania discs. So the, it it is an extra factor to think about as a pro if you are going to create a custom disc with a manufacturer that that can really i don't say tie you down but really solidify the relationship put a ring on it (laughs) Uh (laughs) oh beyonce so uh those are some of the news i i think we've covered all of them that at least crossed our desk if there's more we're more than happy to share them with the world but uh you know seeing seeing the signing with mvp uh for madison i'll say i think even took a few people uh by surprise not that um you wouldn't have guessed that she was going there but you didn't really know exactly where madison is with her playing career you know the year that she had uh last year and the year before with just really i mean when covid hit she really took a back seat to playing very intentionally she wasn't comfortable with uh you know some of the you know conditions that were out there for her to be playing in and so um hopefully this means we're going to see her out there as a competitor um more and more week in and week out so 
Congratulations to everybody. Hope all of your newfound uh, sponsors and uh, are, are are going well. And I hope any any uh, doors that have closed have closed gently behind you. Anything else in uh, the the world of news or disc golf here for the weekend? I don't think or so. The week even at that moment. Uh, I, I haven't heard much. I know Jen. I need to look into it a little bit more. Jen had mentioned how Drew Gibson's disc. Mm. Was uh, I don't know if it was submitted to the PDGA today or I think it looks I thought it said it was approved. Was it? Was that one wasn't of the ones? That, wasn't that? Yeah, one of the two you were talking about by finish line. Oh, is that fly fin- in the era? Is are those the two? The I believe so. I didn't know. I can't read. I just look at pictures. I know that's what Instagram's for. <laughs> exactly. I just look at the pictures. I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> it's picture time. Uh, all right, guys. Well, with that, I think that's about all we have for the regular show tonight. Uh, of course. We we're going to have an after show, so stick around, believe it or not. <laughs> well, Jen Allen stuck around. She's still in our green room. Oh, wait. <laughs> Hi, Jen. Uh-oh, now we're going <laughs> to... Things might get off the rails if we have to have a... I we've never had... Uh-oh. The guests come back for the, the after the show. The guests come back for the after show after the regular show. I'm not I'm not making any promises here, but uh, we are going to call it for the regular show. In the after show, uh, we largely interact with you guys via any of the chat mechanisms, YouTube works great, sometimes on Facebook, wherever it might be. Uh, Paul Uliberry's uh, mom called me out. She said, hey, hey, when I, when I say hi to you on the chat, do you see that? And I'm like, I don't, I don't think I normally do. She said, well, I do it on, on Facebook. I said, ah, it, I see it, it here. Johnny, it may pop up for Johnny. I'm usually checking the YouTube chat exclusively. Either way, reach out if you got a question, you want a topic for us to cover, you have something else uh, in mind, reach out to us on one of the chat mechanisms. We'll bring it into the after show and we can talk about it. I've got a movie to talk about. I actually got to watch a movie on wow. the plane yesterday, so I know I get to talk about that in the after show. We want to thank Jen Allen for joining us. Congratulations to her, a very special guest. Glad to have her and excited to see what this new media role along with anything else that crosses her path looking forward to her in 2022 again thanks for joining us we love you arizona for johnny v terry miller the disc golf guy we'll be back with you in just a few minutes when you step inside the smashbox thank you to our two dollar and above patrons your name is listed below in the credits if you are interested in being listed as a producer in the smashbox tv credits and supporting this and other fine podcasts please visit patreon.com slash smashbox tv Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.